Hi, you're listening to New Week number 93. This is a midweek update from New World Same Humans, a newsletter on trends, technology and our shared future by me, David Mattin. You can find the links and images included in this week's instalment in the email, just scroll down, or on the article page where this podcast is embedded. See a link in the show notes. And if you're listening to this and you haven't yet subscribed, join 22,000 curious souls on a journey to build a better future. Go to newworldsamehumans.com to sign up. Hello! This week's New Week comes a little late, but it is a packed instalment. US energy startup Newscale Power took a big stride towards the deployment of a revolutionary new kind of nuclear reactor. But where should we all stand on the rise, again, of nuclear? Meanwhile, AI image generator Midjourney signals the emergence of a new form of creativity – and the life sciences take a Frankenstein's monster turn via two recent advances. Let's get into it. More power. Nuclear power and the role it should play in our shared future has roared back onto the global agenda. This week, more news. The US Nuclear Regulatory Agency certified the first small modular nuclear reactor. Why is this a big deal? It's hoped modular reactors can transform our race to decarbonise because they're far cheaper and quicker to build than traditional nuclear plants. Oregon-based New Scale Power's Voyager reactor can be mass-produced at a central HQ and then shipped and assembled on-site. The reactor provides enough carbon-free energy to power 60,000 homes. Newscale admit that we're years away from being ready to deploy Voyager and they're racing with other nuclear power startups, including Radiant, to own the modular space. Meanwhile, though, the increasingly acute debate around nuclear, should we lean in or lean out, found voice in this fascinating Twitter thread. And you can see the Twitter thread by going to the email. The post in question is by someone called Harsh G. Madhusudan who writes on economics, and he says, not doubling down on nuclear energy globally in the 70s and 80s and ever since has perhaps been humanity's biggest recent mistake. For illustration, check out US Total Factor Productivity, a rough proxy for the global innovation frontier. Essentially, this author is arguing that the slowdown in real-world rather than digital innovation across the last 30 years can be traced back to the neglect or abandonment of nuclear. According to this argument, we deprived ourselves of a near-infinite supply of clean energy and harvested stagnation. It's an assessment that many leading progress advocates, including Mark Andreessen, share. Some context here. All this comes amid news this week that global use of coal is now expected to return to the record level set in 2013. We urgently need clean energy answers. But the Twitter thread I'm talking about taps into the central debate. Should we see reticence around nuclear across the last 30 years as a historic error and now go all out to reverse that mistake? Or is nuclear too risky and too environmentally disruptive to form the basis of our energy strategy? Your answer to these questions 
tends to depend on where you stand on a set of deeper issues, specifically issues around growth, the meaning of progress and the nature of human well-being. Should we remain committed to a path of ever-spiralling material advancement, or is real progress an acceptance that we should degrow our economies and scale down our energy needs? As one New World Same Humans community member put it, change our mindset and rethink the way we live. There is clearly no single right answer. The question reflects two deep and contradictory aspects of our nature, the part in all of us that wants to transcend all human and natural limits, and the part that wants to exist in harmony with those limits. The tension between these two powerful human impulses will continue to shape the debate on nuclear and on the 21st century more broadly. I'll be writing more on this soon. Machine Dreams. This week, new visions from the fast-moving world of AI-generated images. While most attention has focused on OpenAI's DALI 2, others have been quietly building a position. Midjourney is an AI image generator with a difference. It's accessed via an invite-only Discord community, where users share ideas for text prompts. This week, the startup broadened access to the tool, so now anyone can set up their own Discord and plug in a Midjourney bot. The tool has its own distinctive style, and you can see an image generated by Midjourney in the email. At the heart of Midjourney's vision, says founder David Holtz, is of AI not as a replacement for, but as an amplifier of human creativity. Holtz calls his creation an engine for the imagination. That's why, he says, placing the tool in a community context where people can build and refine on each other's ideas is so crucial. Holtz says, if you put people in a group, they'll go, dog, and someone else will go space dog, and someone else will go Aztec space dog. And then all of a sudden, people understand the possibilities, and you're creating this augmented imagination, an environment where people can learn and play with this new capacity. Here's my take. The AI image space is racing right now. Only last month, DALI 2 opened beta access, and Meta showcased its own tool, Make a Scene, which allows the user to create a simple sketch that will be enriched by AI. Midjourney won't reveal their tech stack, but the tool is almost certainly based on one of the available massive language models, such as GPT-3. But the really interesting aspect of Midjourney isn't the stack, it's the vision of a new form of augmented creativity that sees humans amplified by AI. In this way, Midjourney reminds me of Botto, another ai fueled art project that attempts an innovative fusion of human and machine intelligence. We've tended to think that it would be routine task jobs that would be disrupted by AI first. The rise of DALI, Midjourney and the rest raises a quite different possibility. Perhaps it's human creativity that will be the first domain to be transformed. The images created by Midjourney have a beauty all of their own. Jobs such as graphic design, illustration and brand design will surely be revolutionised by these tools in the coming decades. But the possibilities stretch further. It feels, right now, 
that a new kind of art is taking shape before our eyes, one in which we use machine intelligence to feed our view of the world back to us in strange, defamiliarised, hallucinatory form. New World Same Humans will keep watching. Dead or Alive This week, two experimental advances offer a glimpse of the revolution being enacted in the life sciences. Researchers at the Weizmann Institute in Israel announced the world's first synthetic embryos, created via mouse stem cells that were made to self-assemble into proto-embryonic structures. In other words, the creation of an embryo without the fertilisation of an egg. Meanwhile, scientists at Yale University brought the cells of dead pigs back to life, flooding the bodies of the pigs, which had been dead for an hour, with a nutrient-rich substance caused a reversal of some cell damage and new cell activity throughout the body. Vital organs, including the heart, liver and kidneys, began to work again. The findings, say the scientists, may lead us to question what we mean by dead Professor Nenad Seston, the lead scientist on the study, had this to say. The demise of cells can be halted. This progression towards massive permanent cell failure, that does not happen so quickly that it cannot be averted or possibly corrected, even one hour after death. Here's the New World Same Humans take. There's an undeniable Frankenstein's monster feel to both of these experiments, but the work that underlies them could have transformational real-world impacts. Both, for example, could revolutionise organ transplants. Synthetic embryos may eventually allow us to grow new human organs in the lab. Meanwhile, the Yale technique may allow us to keep existing organs alive for longer, increasing the time window during which transplants are possible. At the heart of both research projects, though, are ethical questions. What do we mean by alive and dead? Where do the boundaries lie? When is it permissible to create life? When is it permissible to take it away? We're a long way from the creation of synthetic human embryos. But if our experience of digital innovation across the last two decades has taught us anything, it's that we need to start thinking through the ethical and social implications of emerging technologies long before they hit the ground. In this case, the time is now. Also this week, a new Danish political party, which used AI to create its policies, says it wants to run in the country's general election in 2023. The Synthetic Party used AI to analyse the manifestos of all Danish non-mainstream political parties across the last 50 years to create a manifesto that it hopes will appeal to the 15% of eligible Danes who didn't vote in the last general election in 2019. The project, which is the creation of digital art collective Computer Lars, says it will run its first public event in September. Spain has made it illegal to set air conditioning lower than 27 degrees in public spaces. Offices, shops, bars and theatres are all covered by the new law, which comes into effect at a time of skyrocketing energy prices in Europe. In other AC news, Bill Gates led a $20 million investment round in clean AC startup Blue Frontier.
Hong Kong University of Science and Technology says it will launch a campus in the metaverse. The institution will launch virtual replicas of its two main physical locations, built on a bespoke platform called Metahurst. Back in New Week number 91, I wrote about the race to simulate real-world locations and experiences in virtual worlds. A UK citizen wants robots to find the £150 million Bitcoin hard drive that he accidentally threw away. James Howells threw the drive away in 2013. He's now hatched a plan to use robots and AI to scour the landfill site where he believes the drive can be found. But he's being denied permission by the local council, who say disturbing the landfill will pose an ecological risk. A virtual reality environment helped surgeons in Brazil perform surgery to separate twins who were joined at the head. Surgeons in Rio de Janeiro worked alongside those from Great Ormond Street Hospital in London in the same virtual environment to perform the 27-hour operation described as one of the most complex separation processes ever completed. Amazon's latest sustainability report shows that its CO2 emissions are accelerating rapidly. Carbon emissions climbed by 18% on 2020 levels, according to the report. In 2019, Jeff Bezos announced that the company would aim for net zero carbon dioxide emissions by 2040. Researchers at MIT used an AI to create new university-level maths problems. When students were presented with a range of problems, they were unable to sort those created by the AI from those created by human teachers. And the AI can also generate explanations that show how to solve the problems it has set. And finally, scientists detected dark matter that existed around galaxies 12 billion years ago. That's just 2 billion years after the Big Bang. The Japanese researchers behind the work say we've never detected the presence of dark matter so soon after the birth of the universe. The work could change our understanding of how galaxies evolved. Dark matter is a mysterious form of invisible matter that, scientists theorise, stops galaxies flying apart. But the question still remains, what exactly is it? Humans of Earth. Here's some key metrics to help you keep track of Project Human. The global population stands at 7.965 billion. We're currently using resources that would require 1.786 Earths. The global population vaccinated against coronavirus stands at 61.7%. The 2022 progress bar stands at 59%. And on this day, the 6th of August 1991, Tim Berners-Lee releases a series of files describing the creation of what he calls a World Wide Web. Infinite Frontier, thanks so much for listening this week. The rising debate around nuclear spans both new technologies and eternal contradictions in our nature. It's a classic case of new world, same humans. This newsletter will keep watching 
and working to make sense of it all. And there's one thing you can do to help, and that's share. So now you've made it to the end of this week's instalment, why not forward the email to someone else who'd enjoy it or share it across one of your social networks with a note on why you found it valuable. Remember, the larger and more diverse the New World Same Humans community becomes, the better for all of us. And all you have to do is head back to the email and hit the share button. I'll be back next week. In the meantime, be well. Thank you.